Welcome spooks and spirits, ghouls and ghosts. Take a seat around the campfire. But beware, this podcast is haunted. Oh, get hype, get hype, get hype, get hype, get hype. Get hype. Get hype. We're back, baby. We back. We back. We back. It is September. I saw a picture of a park bench with leaves and I almost cried. I'm so excited. It is spooky season again. It's the most oh, wonderful, wonderful time <laughs> of the year. God, I, I love don't September. Know. Like I I need this. I need this fall. It's been guys, mm, everyone, it's been a hard year. It's been a, it's been the roughest year. Nobody wants to hear about it, but we all know I feel like we cursed ourselves and the world when we announced our, our live show that didn't happen. I concur. Yes. I that's... apologize to the universe for putting that out there. We, we had so never many plans. <laughs> oh, man. It's so, going to be fun for people to listen back on. Anyway. Yeah, they can be like, oh, remember when we all had hope? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, delicious. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, oh, mm-hmm. that didn't work out, though. Um, We do have a couple things, though, that are going to work out this year. We've got some good plans for this season. I'm excited. Mm -hmm. Uh, And uh, we have a a new person joining our our quote-unquote staff. Thank you to everybody who has helped us uh, save up for a while and be able to afford an editor. Danny Heck will be joining us. uh, Bless. Going to save us so much time. Oh, my God. It's going to be a pleasure and... Uh, so much easier on our brains. So thank you, everybody, who's been able to contribute to the Patreon and continues to contribute to the Patreon. Mm-hmm. We are going to be able to pay Danny to take on some of this workload uh, and still keep our jobs and, like, our husbands and not go Amazing. insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yay! Uh, um, so, we've Jen, made it. we took our <laughs> summer break. How mm-hmm. was your summer vacation? Uh, it was boring. I don't like I I it was I was working which is kind of new for me you know yeah yeah first year on the job yeah well I mean it's not my first summer well, ever working but no, no, you know of course not but like this is your big kid career now this is my big kid career so summer feels less summery I'll say uh-huh. and also you know like everything fun that I had planned for the summer got canceled so yep. there's that and yep. I just stayed inside, and we went on our little daily walk. Um, yeah, so you took was, a daily walk. I find that well, impressive. That was more. That was more early core times. I feel like I don't know. I listen to people making podcasts from LA, and they're still talking about like I haven't seen another living soul in six months, and we're up here in Michigan. Like I'm going to Meyer. You need anything? <laughs> So, I mean, take that with a grain of salt. I feel like you just can't, you just can't keep these Midwesterners down for long. It's true. For better or worse. <laughs> can't, can't. Uh, yeah, it was, it was a, it was a strange summer um, to mm-hmm. not, I haven't been to the beach once. I haven't been to the pool mm-hmm. in months and months and months, which is heartbreaking. I'm only happy yeah. in the water. Mm-hmm. Um, my summer break was interesting yes yep Mm -hmm. uh i almost died yeah that was uh, mm a like legitimately 
Uh, so a lot of you guys know this already, um, because yeah. if you're on my Facebook, <laughs> it's all I ever talk about. Right. Uh, but, um, so, huh, uh, literally, literally, genuinely, I almost died. Uh, I apparently have a very rare condition, uh, incredibly rare. Like I could be an episode of house. Uh, Ooh. all of the Grand Rapids yeah. doctors were very excited about me. <laughs> Uh, I, I, I must've seen 60 doctors. You're just like, it's just such an honor to meet you. Yeah, honestly. Well, cause they're probably not going to see another case like mine in their lives. So I mean, like in their whole careers, yeah. um, in the state we, so, so, okay. So the disease I have is an autoimmune disease called vasculitis, uh-huh. uh, specifically Wegener's vasculitis. Um, and it has apparently been affecting me my whole fucking life. And, uh, okay. we kind of didn't know. Um, so there's no genetic, uh, habitual or environmental thing. It just happens. Uh, Hmm. so, and only one in 200,000 people will get it. Wow. Uh, Yeah, I know. I'm very special. So we all need this. (laughs) Right. Right. And, um, my mother and our good friend, Bridget, friend of the show, uh, pointed out to me that when I get sick, I never do it by halves. (laughs) Like, if I'm going to get sick, I'm going to f- try and fucking end my life. Yeah, yeah. No, it was, um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was um, low-key freaking out. And, yeah, I'm so sorry. You know. I really, um, had it not been for Dan, all credit to my husband, who made the decision mm-hmm. to take me to the hospital. Um, so the disease attacks the smallest blood vessels in your body, and then when it chews through those, it goes to the bigger ones and the bigger ones. Um, so it attacks the organs that get a lot of blood action. Um, so my heart, lungs, nasal passages, and mm-hmm. kidneys all sustained pretty major damage. So uh, the kidney thing is still ongoing. Um, I had to have a biopsy to see exactly what kind of vasculitis I had on the on my kidneys. Mm-hmm. Um, they confirmed that it was pretty fucking bad. Okay. Uh, when I went into the hospital... My toxin level was a 22. An average person's toxin level is one. What? Yeah. Uh, currently, I'm rocking an eight to a nine. So I'm still on di- I'm on dialysis. I have uh-huh. to go every other day and have my blood professionally dry cleaned because yes. I'm very fancy. Very bougie. That's right. I'm bougie, not diseased. Yeah. Uh, I have to radically alter my diet. Uh, I'm not allowed any salt. I'm not allowed any phosphorus or uh, potassium. Uh, which is surprisingly in everything. Um, like I can't eat potatoes anymore. So I can't eat fried mm. food. Uh, I can't eat pizza, too much salt. There's another is, one. Yeah. Sorry. It's, it's starting. No, it's, it's starting. Okay. It's uh, starting. We'll go fast. We'll go fast. Yeah. Uh, so, but that's okay, guys, because every day is a good day on the right side of the dirt. Uh, yes. I was definitely within a couple days of dying, um, but oh, my doctors God. figured out what was going on. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, and when I went in, in addition to having the 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 toxin level at a 22, um, I also was having stroke high blood pressure because my body did not know what to do. So like like 220 over 120. Okay. Well, um, I'm very glad that Dan... Yeah, you go to the hospital. Yeah, I, um, I like I was not gonna go. I I just didn't have the brain strength. Oh I had no oh idea that I was that close to dying. I felt oh. pretty normal actually. It was very frog and boiling yeah, water. Yeah, but you were okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. I did. I did text you like, "Hey, do you want any of my stuff? I feel like I'm gonna die." Yeah, yeah. That was that was not. 
Oh, God. Yeah. You, mm-hmm. I, that was probably pretty scary to get. It was. It was. Yeah. Uh, Meanwhile, you could have had me. so many tiaras, Jen. Right. Yeah. But that's okay. I bought three new ones. So when I try and die again in the future, mm. uh, there you go. <laughs> that's okay. Now the you collection is worth more. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's oh. going to be okay. Um, I am squarely back in the land of the living. Uh, mm-hmm. I am going to step back from the show temporarily. Yeah. Um, just because dialysis is really hard um, and it takes a lot out of me right now. It is 7.44 at night and I am physically shaking sitting up in this chair because I lost so much muscle to atrophy while I was in the hospital. Um, I, I walk with a walker right now. Um, you know, just for like inside the house, I'm okay. But like uh, mm-hmm. if I'm outside the house, like my first day coming home, I could not lift my leg high enough to take the step into my house. And I fell. Uh, I am still a fall risk. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I did not have the strength to get myself up off the floor for 10 minutes or so. Uh, so mm-hmm. there are some really scary things that are still going on. Um, and it bums me out to talk about a whole lot. But also it's all I ever talk or think about. So I'm sorry if you guys get sick of hearing about this. Um, <laughs> the good news is that I'm classified as acute kidney injury. Which means okay. that I don't need a transfer. Uh, Mm -hmm. or a transplant or or whatever, Mm -hmm. Um, my kidneys are going to come back. And actually, they never really gave up. I still pee. That's my heroes are my kidneys are heroes. They have never Mm -hmm. given up on me. Um, For the record, their names are Zeke and Hank. They are but humble farmhands. Not flashy, but damn, they get the job done. Yes, they do. Uh, Anyway, so that's that's kind of what was going on with me. And it's going to continue. I'm hoping to be back on the show uh, officially by Halloween. Um, mm-hmm. But we are going to have to record at a distance because yeah. uh, they put me on medicine that takes away my immune system since my immune system was what was eating my organs. Which is uh, like the perfect year for that to happen. Yeah. In, in the middle of a pandemic. Also, in the hospital, they had me on the COVID floor. So be, oh. Yeah. It was the COVID okay. floor. Really, it's the floor for unique medical cases. Um, okay. So like... You know, I was, again, pretty unique. And uh-huh. uh, uh, so was everybody with COVID. So we were all up there together. Wow. Okay. I'm Quick shout I out to oh, sorry. that at the time. Yeah, no. Well, and I, I wasn't allowed to have any guests anyways, besides Dan and my mom. You're allowed two mm-hmm. guests at the hospital right now, and that's it. And that's for the best. Shout out to uh, Spectrum Butterworth. Uh, very much saved my life. The nurse staff of 9C, which is the center tower, uh, was astounding. And they got me through some very human moments. Uh, I had to, when you're, when your toxin level's so high, you have to relearn how to walk. You have to relearn how to wipe your own ass. Uh, and there was a lot of times where I could not do that by myself. So nurses are heroes. Nurses, like if you know a nurse, could you just give them a high five for me? Mm-hmm. Uh, Shannon, one of the listeners of our show, is definitely a nurse, um, and I am. She she did not get a chance to to work with me. She works in a different hospital, but I was gonna say she didn't get a chance to wipe your ass. I mean, Sad. wouldn't she have been honored? Uh, but no, it was it was um, it was very lovely. The nurses at 9C were heroes and they got me through some really tough times and dark times. And so anyway, um, if you guys have any vibes or spells or prayers or whatever, pray that my kidneys get better. Mm -hmm. Uh, my creatinine levels fall down to like a two or even better, a fucking one. (laughs) And I would be very grateful. Uh, Rosemary, our, our friend uh, of the show organized a like prayer in for me while I was in the hospital and genuinely 
suddenly it made like I could feel it and it made a difference. Uh, I, I had the greatest amount of improvement in my numbers between the night that you guys like all kind of pitched in for me. And the next morning, my blood pressure was better. My creatinine levels had fallen. Um, so not to like, I don't know, not to be a total flake, but I genuinely believe in the power of like prayer and vibes and all those things. I mean, that's why we put it up in the group so frequently. Yeah. Uh, so if you guys have any of that spare laying around, I would be happy to be the recipient of your good energies. <laughs> all right. This show is not called. This podcast is about Kate's kidneys. Yeah. Uh, do you want to, what do you want to do? What do you, do, do you want to maybe tell some well, listener stories? Yeah. Well, let's tell us every, it's everyone's favorite kind of episode, listener stories. It's the one that we have to do the least amount of work on. So it's also our favorite kind. And so we're going to just, start out this season with a couple uh stories that will hopefully delight you all fantastic Um, yeah so uh this story comes from maria maria says hi kate and jen i have been a longtime listener i'm a frequent shit poster in the secret facebook group a patron on patreon and a proud initiator of new spooky bitches uh thank you thank you for that we Um, love you however I have always lamented over not having anything interesting to send you. But as of two hours ago, uh, on August 17th, (laughs) I might have something worth your while. Um, By the way, I'm changing names to initials for privacy's sake. Any hoodles. I visited my old She actually said any hoodles? That wasn't you? I swear to God, no, that was not me. I fucking love the word any hoodles, and I totally use it all the time. (laughs) Yeah. Yay, any hoodles. Um, any hoodles. I visited my old college friends E and A today, yesterday, uh, to go random nodding, which is something, do you know what random That's on TikTok, is? right? Like, they, like, lead you to random spots and, like, those kids in Seattle found, like, a body on a beach or something. Yeah, so- It's, like, a so, little spooky. I don't know. I, this is both of us revealing our age. We're millennials. We're not up on all the hip new things. Um, but as far as I know, it's its own app- that it like you put in like what you're looking for and it'll just send you some random coordinates and yeah i don't don't like that that seems dangerous i like i (laughs) please be careful out there friends (laughs) don't just i don't know if somebody's like sending you random i don't know i don't like that it's also i didn't used to like uber so you know like call somebody from the internet and get in their car like that seems like a bad idea but also i've had there's a couple good pieces of anecdotes is why you shouldn't trust uber so maybe trust my instincts is all well and also people found a dead body going random nodding so yeah yeah and like Mm. if that you know like all right all right but okay all right let's see anyway see what we have we're not here to be your mother but at the same time i'll be your mother put on a sweater you're making me cold and so god damn it fireworks okay labor day fuck you labor okay uh my long distance partner and i had gone random nodding when we got together a couple weeks ago and we had a good clean family fun and we had good, clean family fun. That's good. Yeah. Uh, so I thought random nodding would be a nice way to reconnect with E and A and explore the state we call home. Unfortunately, my friend A could not go as at the last minute because she got really sunburnt the day before. Hey, I know Ooh. that feeling. Uh, so it was just E and me. For some context, when my partner and I went random nodding, we set the intents to, so like you put in like keywords or intents. Oh, okay. I guess. Um, to the words spooky, haunted, and creepy. Oh. Tongue in, yeah, tongue-in-cheek and nothing happened. 
Feeling emboldened by that experience, E and I decided to make our first two intents, quote, ghost, and our third intent, cryptid. Oh. Yeah. Shit, I kind of want to do this now. What if you just show up to Bigfoot's house? Right. That's, I mean, that's, I would much rather, well, yeah, I don't know. I would much rather that, I think, than find a dead body, for sure. Although, yep. Yeah. Okay. So the first ghost try took us to a random house in a random suburb. The second ghost try took us to an abandoned lumber mill. My friend E is not native to the area, so I explained to her that the city we were in had tons of mills and due to poor working conditions had fatal freak accidents all the time. Girl, are you... Are you in Massachusetts or something? This is this sounds like some old New England shit. Um, See, and my thought was like Oregon. Oh, or or you, how do you, you mean say Oregon? It? Or uh, like the thing that's in your body, like Hank and Zeke. Hank and Oregon? Zeke are organs. Yeah, the state is Oregon, right? It's not. Fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, or I mean, yeah, I guess there's like lumber mills or steel mill mills there's mills all over the country that's true but you're right that steel mill thing does speak appalachia yeah or i was thinking like textile mills but oh yeah oh yeah Mm -hmm. see i think we're just being affected by like where our brains are right now yeah i'm curious now um okay so fatal freak accidents actually honestly i was thinking about the triangle shirtwaist fire (laughs) sure of course you were you almost always are Uh, everyone's always thinking that aren't we yeah um, anyway, so it did not surprise me. Randonautica took us to one with our intent, what it was. Unfortunately, or it says fortunately with un in parentheses. So <laughs> unfortunately, we could not get close to it during, due to road construction. So we joked about a ghosty hitching a ride while we randonauted. After all, we did have room in the car since A could not come. We said, you can hang with us. You said we that said, out loud? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. That's girls. Okay. Uh, our attempt to f- at finding a cryptid took us to a giant cemetery where Ian and I joked about how we could take our hitchhiking ghost wherever it needed to go, as long as it left when we were done randonauting. Maybe Did it's it? locked. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll see. <laughs> uh, Cut to the end. Cut to the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> Just listen. Uh, <laughs> maybe it's lost, said E lightheartedly. We'll help it, I joked. Girl, girl, have you seen a... <laughs> right, like, have you seen any horror movie ever? <laughs> okay, all right, that's fine, that's fine. Mm-hmm. What else? Uh, having found no cryptids, E and I went back to her apartment and, a- and told A what she missed out on. Cut to a few hours later. As I was leaving E and A's apartment, I remembered our jokes from earlier. I also recalled a friend once saying, it- Is that friend us? Uh, a friend once saying to me that inviting a spirit to come to you was never a never good ever yeah no matter your intentions it's not good that's not great Mm -hmm. don't leave that kind of door open baby take it from us your moms your internet mommies your internet moms please put on a sweater please put on a sweater and please don't invite ghosts into your car right it's not good um okay so i got into my car and immediately something was off well, I typed my home address into my GPS and browsed for a podcast to play on the drive home. What was it? Was it our podcast? <laughs> I felt someone over my shoulder. Yep. No. Of course you did. No. Why? Uh, okay. 
I had a similar feeling in the car with E earlier in the day, like a chin resting on my arm to see my screen, but I assumed it had been E. Now, I'm not so sure it was. Great. <laughs> yeah. You mean like when she was no longer in the car with you? Um, okay. Yeah. So, sufficiently spooked, I sternly said, get out. After a beat, I shouted at the top of my lungs, get out. <laughs> Holy shit. Soon, I felt relief. My trouble was over, or so I thought. Uh, okay. Okay. Uh, half an hour later, I played the scenario again in my head. Like Jen, I'm an open-minded skeptic when it comes to the paranormal. Hey, girl. And I laughed at how hard I played myself. I reached for my phone to turn off the GPS when I felt the pressure of someone curious once again resting on my shoulder. That's... <sighs> thinking i had imagined it yet still startled i yelled seriously i do not want you here that's when i heard a click and a sudden roar <gasps> what i looked in my rear view mirror to see the back right passenger side door unlocked with the window rolled Shut all the way the down front door <gasps> are you up. serious i have chills right now <laughs> Uh, I was going 75 miles per hour down the highway. Like most cars, my car automatically locks itself once it gets faster than 15 miles per hour. We're still, I checked my child lock. It was still turned on when I relocked my doors. The only one that wasn't already locked into place was the back right passenger side. So that means oh I didn't. My ac- God. Oh my God. Oh my God. So that means I didn't accidentally unlock my doors and my child safety was still on. <laughs> she goes on. And that's when I turned off at the nearest truck stop to get a, consoli- a consolatory rib sandwich and text E and A and my partner. Then I drove home, got some wine, and sat down to write this email. It is now 2 a.m., a full two hours after the incident. Since the spirit didn't leave the first time, we'll see if it actually left the second time. Maybe it was pranking me and it actually stayed in the car. Like I said, it's only been a couple of hours since it happened, so I don't know yet. Thanks for reading my story. I'll unfortunately be keeping the positive vibes I usually send y'all because who knows what I got myself into. Right. I might need all the help I can get. You might need us to be so like, I'll send you some spare kidney vibes. What? Ooh, girl. What? <laughs> okay, guys, seriously, please do not fuck around when it like mm-hmm. don't joke around about inviting things into your no. life or your home no choose houses that are not haunted yes i know they're less romantic but also they are less stress guys and yeah. like your whole ass body could decide to kill you at any time so you do not need the extra stress no, you okay don't need that. <sighs> mm. okay so a little part of me and i don't know if this makes it better but like part of me when when she was describing like the feeling of it on her shoulder i was like that sounds like a dog hmm. like being yeah, like, like hey what's up what's, what's up what what's you going doing? on in the front seat uh so and then maybe he just wanted to stick his head out the window honestly know. it might even have been a friendly spirit at, but like to say that you don't want a hitchhiker is not unfair no. uh yeah so... even if it's friendly you still don't need to take that right it's we just <laughs> with you yeah there's um, no need there's, there's no need you can you can you can leave things as they are mm-hmm. wow 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 that would have fucking terrified me i yeah i don't know what i would have done in the car like i 
I saw a spider in the shower after I showered the other day and I just like freaked all the way out. I can't yeah. imagine what it would be like in like enclosed in a car where you're like still in there and just like ah. seems awful. <sighs> I'm so sorry. That's I, yeah. I I would really love to hear an update on this story. Yeah. Uh, so that's wonderful. Let us know how that's um, going for you. Yeah. If you still have a fucking ghost, please tell us. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, I've got a listener story as well. Mm-hmm. Um, this one is a little less spooky and a little more just kind of informative. And it goes with uh, the episode that I, I so enjoyed last year, our circus episode. Ooh. So this is from Allison H., um, mm-hmm. And it's episode seven. She she responds to the subject's episode 78 circuses. Um, so Allison writes, TLDR, I'm a professional clown. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> See, and Jen has to go back and be like, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, yeah, but I like clowns. Uh, even though they terrify me uh, okay. and I don't want them by me or near me, I still appreciate that they're like good people who want to make children smile. Um, but also I recognize that their industry has been poisoned. <laughs> Okay, Allison, I have so many questions, and also I feel a little justified now. Right, right. Um, and you know what? Allison, in her very first sentence, backs you up entirely. I'm a professional clown, comma. I think circus clowns are creepy and gross. Okay. <laughs> so there you go. Um, and I can tell you the history and theory behind what, why many other people think that too. Love your mm-hmm. podcast. Okay. So that's that's her little precursor. Um, and then she starts, hi, Kate. Uh, well, hi. Hi, Jen and Kate. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge fan of your podcast. Lately, I've been listening to keep my mind off things while I recover from COVID. Oh, no, you poor sweet oh my thing. God. Oh. I'm so glad you're recovering. Yes, I hope or you have are well. recovered. Oh, I w- man. Guys, take it seriously. Please wear your masks. You don't mm-hmm. know who's immunocompromised. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anyways, actual clown here. I perform clown buffoon idiot, which is an actual art form, and also other kinds of theater professionally, and I even went to a literal clown school in Paris. Oh my god. What, you fancy bitch? (laughs) Oh my god. Parisian clown. Um, She continues, and I hate... Just like that. Capital H, capital A, 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 T, E. Hate circus clowns. I think they're so creepy and horrifying and they have nothing to do with true clown performance. There aren't enough emojis in the world to convey how much I do not like to be around circus clowns, birthday party clowns, sad clowns, dark clowns, or anything with face paint and giant shoes. So then what kind of clown are you? Yeah, I like what... You just eliminated everything I know as a clown because you're fancy Paris clown. Okay. Okay. All right. So she says the discipline of theater performance called clown is very, very different from common public perception of the American circus clown. Clown developed from a mix of European popular theater traditions, including Commedia dell'arte, which is uh, Italian clowning, Mm -hmm. um, the everyman character in mystery and morality plays, the Shakespearean fool archetype, and French vaudeville. Fun fact, the comic characters in Commedia are called Zani, which is where we get the English word zany. Other fun fact, basically every animated Disney movie uses the complete cast of Commedia Stark characters. I'm sorry, Commedia Stark characters. Stock. (laughs) Sorry, guys. Kidney brain. Mm -hmm. Uh, I get to use that now. That's like my my card. Uh, If I fuck things up, I can be like, it's it's my kidneys. Oh, well. (laughs) It's your new Mercury in retrograde. (laughs) That's right. Uh, um, Basically, every animated Disney movie uses the complete cast of Commedia stock characters they just have Mm. new names and outfits and sometimes they're talking animals at its essence 
Theatrical clown is about finding the most genuine and honest connection possible between the performer and the audience. The audience is in charge of the show in the sense that the performer is guided by their reactions. If people are laughing, you keep doing the thing. If they aren't laughing, you stop and do something else. Only the most- so it's like improv. Yeah. Only the most experienced clowns, think of solo acts uh, at Cirque du Soleil, do the same thing every single night and have it turn out pretty much okay. And then every performance is slightly different because the audience is slightly different. That makes sense. The main goal of the performance is to allow the audience to see your honesty in the moment of real failure. A clown training is called sitting in the flop or dans, de la, mer, dans la mer, which <laughs> I speak just enough French to know dans la mer. Uh, which is in to shit if you if your teacher oh happens to be French. Uh, you learn to be okay with things that go badly in real time in front of an audience, and the challenge is to find a way to truly enjoy the failure so the audience can enjoy it too. Huh. Sitting in the flop is absolutely soul-crushing in the beginning. Think of the one time you peed your pants in front of your class in second grade and everybody laughed at you. It's that kind of humiliation you feel but you flip it so you're trying hard to make people laugh with you at a thing you've practiced. And people are huh. checking their phones and rolling their eyes and also you're a grown-ass adult. It takes many excruciating turns on stage to learn how to have fun with it. Wow. That's that's that, very impressive. Yeah, that sounds like a level of like self-assuredness that I will never have. I might be able to have it someday. Mm. That's cool. Um, also, if it helps ease your minds, the person who gets picked from the audience at Cirque du Soleil is totally a plant. Oh, thank God. <laughs> oh, thank God. Bringing a random person on stage is a big, complicated theater union no-no. Smaller mm. non-union shows may be able to get actual audience members to participate. I certainly have, but even then, good crowd work is actually very tightly managed by the performer. In my work, I never wear face paint. I do most of my performing in pretty much regular, albeit goofy, clothes. I don't even wear a red nose, although I do own several, and sometimes I use them in rehearsal. There are no balloon animals. Boring. No juggling, although I already know how. No squirting water out of a lapel flower, although... LOL. And generally I play non-verbally and only use a few regular words rather than the clown gibberish, which is called grimolo. They, what? I didn't know about this. There's clown, clown gibberish? gibberish? Neither did I, but I don't care for it. Okay. Yeah, I don't <laughs> like that. Um, my only focus is on listening to the audience, hearing what they laugh at, and pursuing that laugh relentlessly, even at my own expense. Hmm. I've attached a picture of myself doing a show, so you can see what I'm talking about. Uh, I stayed on the floor like that for 10 minutes because the audience was laughing. I was in pain the next day. In Clown, it doesn't really matter hmm. what you do on stage uh, so much as how you let the audience share it with you. That is for, very, for, very beautiful, actually. Yeah, we'll post the picture, but for the record, it's like she's down on the floor on all fours, but not on her knees. So right, like, this is not a comfortable position. Does not look comfortable at all. It's like when you had to like run like would they call it bear style or something in elementary yeah. school? Imagine somebody starting a race in that like crouch down position on the chalk blocks mm -hmm. and then holding that position for 10 minutes. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Okay. That looks wow. terrifying. Yeah. Which brings me to the actual question here. Why are circus clowns creepy as fuck? Yeah. Cir circus clowns are creepy <laughs> for the same reason that theatrical clowns are not. It okay. all comes down to their connection with the audience. While theatrical clowns lead the audience, I'm sorry, while theatrical clowns let the audience guide them, aka they know how to read the room, the uh -huh. circus clown approach is to bust through the boundaries and social cues, insisting that their bag of tricks is funny. This is why kids and adults get creeped out and run away hmm. screaming. Okay. Yeah. That makes that... a certain amount of sense. Yeah, it does. I. Circus uh -huh. clowns get in your face. They're loud and they take up space without much sensitivity for their surroundings. They walk up to the shyest kid and try and talk to them, even when that kid is like, hell no. They make a big blustery deal about folding a balloon so it looks like a dog, and then they only give it away to one kid. Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> yeah, that does suck. 
<laughs> Theatrical clowns develop a dialogue of empathy with their audience. To build that trust, the audience needs to be able to see your face and, most importantly, your eyes. It's no wonder people are a bit put off by the exaggerated makeup and hair and the vague, ill-fitted clothing of circus clowns. Mm -hmm. You can barely tell there's a human in there, never mind a person capable of empathy. Oh, yeah. That's... This is very high level. That is... Okay, yeah, I feel... And this... Oh, this is very interesting and illuminating yeah and we didn't touch on this in our episode either so i think this is fantastic mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um now uh circus clowns have the same creep factor as eerily solemn children creaky antique horses <gasps> lifelike dolls and weird it's, shadows it's like orin from parks and rec yes yes uh they're sort of alive and sort of not and you can't tell what they're thinking but at this mm -hmm. point they're basically just asking to be made into a horror movie trope if you want to read some real fucked up shit google the great clown panic of 2016 yeah yeah so yeah. i was a teacher during that and those kids in the elementary school we had uh, there was a clown sighting near the campus uh what from, there from was yeah yeah and uh in redacted mm -hmm. um <laughs> uh in the in the s-town by by our museum mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um and those kids were terrified uh and they were like miss kate what do we do and i was like darlings look at me i'm so much bigger than that clown will ever be I will beat it. So you pulled you. the Veggie Tales. God is bigger than the Boogeyman, but replace God with yourself. Yep, that was one hundred percent my. I was sitting in the hallway, and they were all scared. And I was uh -huh. like, "Guys, guys, 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 look how big I am. Like it's fine. No clowns getting in here. Me and all your teachers are right here. Look at us." Um, and they, it was fine that they were not actually on campus. It was just like a rumor of a rumor, right. and you know how those things spread. And um, also, that wasn't the worst thing that happened that year, anyway. So, what was the worst thing that happened that year? 2016? Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that tells you a little bit about 2020. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, anyway. There's more here. There's more. Oh, all right. Um, there's Sort of Alive and Sort of Not, 20, Great Clown Panic of 2016, which has nothing to do with actual clowns and everything to do with power dynamics and societal unease. Did we yes. figure that out? Yeah, it just stopped. People got bored with it, I think. Okay, so it's basically like crop circles of like yeah. a bunch of teens. I wonder probably. if it'll come up again. It's another election year. Why not? Um, so thank you for reading all the way to the end of this. I could keep going for another six hours, but I'll stop here. I love talking about clown, and I get so excited when I have the opportunity to introduce people to the concept of not creepy clowns. My dumb clown friends and I have ruined many cool house parties explaining what we do and why it's not what you think it is. Yeah, I feel that. I, I, I just ruined a party explaining corsets, so... I love you so much. Yeah. All right, Allison ends. Um, I'm such a huge fan of the show, and I'm looking forward to next season. Stay healthy out there. Mm-hmm. So much for that. <laughs> well, yeah. But at least we didn't get COVID, and I'm glad. I really hope that you're feeling better. Yeah. Uh, P.S. Famous clown-type performers include mm -hmm. Lucille Ball. Oh, hey, I know her. Buster Keaton, who is a Michigan yes. native. He used to spend <gasps> his summers in Muskegon. Uh, Charlie Classic. Chaplin, Carol mm -hmm. Burnett, Lisa Kudrow, Melissa McCarthy, a personal hero of mine, Amy Poehler, Sasha Baird Cohen, Will Ferrell, Rachel Dratch, Gilda Radner, Tracy Morgan, Robert Benini, Judy Holliday, Leslie Nielsen, Grace Allen, and many other non-creepy people. Okay, so it turns out that I love that kind yeah. of comedy. <laughs> these are all my favorite fucking people. All the best comics, basically. Yeah. Oh, there's a PPS. Uh-huh. PPS, I'm also not a huge fan of mall Santas. This is mostly Thank because you. a few years back, there was a serial killer in my city, and when they finally the caught him, what they the found out he'd been fuck? working as a mall Santa in the suburbs for years. Oh, ah. my God. Look up Bruce MacArthur for the whole story. And, I okay, shall. what the fuck? That is 
fucking magnificent. Thank you. I, I'm sorry, I got, I, I, I got excited about the subject. Um, mm-hmm. I know that wasn't like creepy, but it was really informative. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was very, very cool. Um, oh, okay. I will trade you for one slightly creepy thing that happened to me while I was in the hospital. Oh, okay. Do okay. Tell. So every night uh, when my brain turned back on, uh, <laughs> when I, like I had, you know, like when I knew where I was and what I was doing, uh, kidney disease it's like coming off of a four day drinking bender. So like when I was like, you know, in my right mind, um, mm-hmm. yeah, that was weird. That's, like I, mm-hmm. it was really weird. But anyway, I think that there might have been something in my room that was trying to get my attention. Mm-hmm. So as I would fall asleep and it was always on my blind side, um, as some of you guys know, I'm, I'm blind in my right eye. I wonder mm-hmm. if that's about the vasculitis. <laughs> if shit, it might be. <sighs> anyway. Um, <laughs> anyway uh the as i would fall asleep um it would feel like something would like kind of shake the side of my bed and go Rah! like right oh. in my ear like trying to get my attention oh, no. and it, it alarmed me at first i actually didn't sleep a lot um for the first couple nights in the in the hospital but eventually i was just like i don't fucking care i'm so tired oh my god and i would just roll over and go to sleep anyways um but the <laughs> Yeah, it was it was just a very like like something was like God, ah, come on, I'm right here. Oh man. And yeah, it was just I don't weird. Like that. Um, I'm hoping that we can get a hold of some of our nursing friends there to talk about maybe you know who was in that room before me. Yeah. Um, it was a very intense floor to be on, so nothing would surprise me. There's um, gotta be a lot of hospital stories, I imagine. Yes. Uh, one of the selections that I'm hoping we can take on this year is what nurses observe as people die. Um, and just like kind of talking about people's like end of life and, and what, you know, what people experience, uh, mm-hmm. what sort of signs they show of the other side. So uh, yeah. hopefully that'll be an episode we can cover later in this season. Yeah, for sure. That would be really cool. Um, yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, well, I don't want to keep you too long, so I think we should uh, wrap it up there. But before yes. we go, um, thank you all for hanging with us through our hiatus. We are back. I know it's always a long summer for everyone, but we God, really we appreciate, <laughs> we appreciate the break every year and it helps us to recharge and come back ready. Have time to go to the hospital. You know, casually, just not <laughs> die. Or if you're me, just have like kind of a chill summer at home. I don't know. <laughs> but but uh, we're, we're very excited to be back. And since we've been gone for so long, I have quite the collection of new patrons to thank. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, because y'all don't stop even when we do. So uh, without any further ado, I will thank the following. Uh, so thank you. Aileen Donnelly. Thank you to Sylvina Lobos. God, we are so white. I'm so white. I'm so sorry. What a beautiful name, though. Thank you to uh, Norma Zepeda. Uh, oh, this one I know. This one I know how to say. Uh, thank you to my mom. Aw, <laughs> thanks, Jen's mom. Yeah, it says, also, it says uh, Jen's mom. Just yeah. became a patron, yeah. That's... Yeah. That's yeah. well. That's her name. That's that's natural. Uh, this other next one, I also know. Thank you to Karina Kowalski, Aww. my roommate and dear dear friend, and thank you to Don McBride. Yay! Thank you to MC Lampy. Yeah, yeah. Right. From uh. Yeah, yeah. Um, and thank you to Connie Bowers. Yay! In the group. Uh, and Sarah Napoleon. Cool. And. Name. I know, right? And uh, Bat002, who upped their pledge 
uh, to $5, which was very nice. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you, all of you. That means so much. We can afford to pay someone now. We have a staff. Us. That's incredible. Uh, so that's what your money's really going to. <laughs> helpful. So thank mm-hmm. you, guys. Um, to be able to just get back that little bit of free time is is wonderful. Um, mm-hmm. And also, you know, this this person's a good person, full of uh, worth supporting. So um, yeah. you're going to love Danny. We can uh, spread the love. It'll be fantastic. Um, man, I am just so stoked about the fifth season. Mm-hmm. I am sorry that I'm going to miss a couple episodes, guys. Yeah, uh, I mean, I'll try to bring you in when I can, but it'll be yeah. pretty chill. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Maybe I'll just like, maybe I'll record the listener story every week or something. Yeah. Um, cause I can just we'll do see. that and send it off we're to you. We're not making any promises. We're not. And I don't know what my capabilities are. Uh, again, I have to use a walker and I can't mm-hmm. shower by myself. So, uh, I'm pretty <laughs> but fucking I'll limited be here. right now. That's yes. Uh, fortunately, uh, we've never been in this alone. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, when you're in grad school, I had your back and, yeah. and now you can have mine for a little bit and we're going to be okay. Yeah. Everything will be fine. And we've got our lovely listeners. We'll always be with you on the internet. Yes. You can find us on social media. Uh, we're not very active on like our official pages because I am terrible at, you know, marketing or whatever the fuck. But you can find us where we truly lurk, which is our uh, private Facebook group, which is this podcast is Haunted Discussion Group. Find us there. Hang out with us. Say hi. We yeah. lurk. We talk. We tell you how much i peed in a given day yeah you know get real (laughs) close and personal um and you if you are interested in finding what we do on patreon you can find us on patreon.com slash this podcast is haunted um and oh one last piece of news okay yes this year we're getting merch okay we say that every year no 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 i have time now Okay. I have to work from home until February because I don't have mm-hmm. an immune system. Okay. And we are having print-on-demand merch. It's going to yeah. happen. There yeah. will be tumblers. There will be stickers. I've sourced those. Okay. Uh, so, guys, get I hype. Think, I think if you've ever should... wanted a thing of our logo, it's coming. <laughs> I think we should make a t-shirt that says, guys, this year we're getting merch. <laughs> send me the design, baby. I know where to send it. <laughs> it's become a running joke, and I am very... It makes, uh, it's fine. It's fine. It'll happen this time. It's sure. going to happen after it's five years. I'm putting it out into the universe. There you go. It's going to be grand. Uh, okay. So, <sighs> God, I love you all so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, genuinely, you guys listening to this keeps me going sometimes. And uh, I appreciate everybody who sent, you know, good feels, whether about me and my fucking kidneys or mm-hmm. just about the show in general and has yeah. been supportive of us. Season five. Can you believe that we're here? I know. I was about to be like, are you sure that's what we are that's, on? I'm pretty sure that okay. feels right. Right. That's, I don't know. <laughs> I don't keep track. <sighs> but anyway, it's been a long well, now time. I'm uncomfortable with and we fact. love all of you. And it's uh, we'll see you in a fortnight. And Jen will anyway. I will. You'll be there in spirit. Yeah. But, all right. Yeah. All right. Peace in your respective creases, guys. You're all my favorite. Mm-hmm. 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 And until then, stay spooky, motherfuckers. <laughs>